0: Hey y'all, we are, well actually I am back with an intro to the new podcast that I'm, well podcast episode that I'm creating. Uh, I have no idea what this, what I'm going to call this. I don't know. Maybe it's going to be a flying wig or something or a flying toupee. I don't know because yesterday the wind was ridiculous here in Boston and many other places where the wind actually ripped off parts of people's houses and sent it flying down the road and damn near causing car accidents. I guess those would be considered natural disasters when it comes to trying to get insurance for a car after a piece of roof flew out and knocked the car out, I guess. I don't know. I don't drive, so someone can help me understand how this works when it comes to getting repairs for a car when a tree branch or a piece of roof gets tossed around to the car once the wind literally tears it off yesterday i was near mit and the winds were absolutely aggressive it was like getting pushed around by a bully like the wind was literally pushing me around like go here, go there. And I had my cane out and I realized I probably should have used my heavier cane. Um, I should have used my carbon fiber instead of the fiberglass cane because the carbon fiber is a bit heavier and it can withstand a little bit of wind while the fiberglass is not as strong for these kind of winds that I was experiencing yesterday and plus it was my folding cane so I didn't really want to use a rigid cane as of yet again but I still made it to and from my destination I was glad to get that out of the way because I didn't want to hang on and prolong it any longer or whatever I needed to do and so with reasonable um, excuses, I went out, you know, I prepared myself, put on layers. And then after that, I went home and stayed without going back out again. It was freaking bizarre outside. Anywho, um, I want to say thanks to everybody that's listening to my podcast. Um, Anchor podcast and Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Pocket Cast, all of you guys. And hopefully I can get some more sponsors on top of what's already there. Because it would be quite interesting to see how many you can get during a podcast. Some people do podcasting to actually get money. But I don't. Because I'm not too sure how long I'm going to stick around to do podcasting anymore. Um, I don't know. I'm just testing this out to see how much fun I can have. Mainly, it's It's mainly being done just for fun. I'm not... Seeking any kind of fame from my podcasting at all, like whatsoever. Eventually, I'll find something else and I'll lo- no longer be podcasting. I'm just being honest. I'm not going to lie to you guys. So, I'm just being absolutely honest. I don't have any fancy equipment because I just might not be doing podcasting too long. And it's just absolute brutal honesty. And if you can hear in my background, it's like this wind talking to you guys because I'm sitting by a window in front of my desk and there's wind blowing still and the window is actually closed yet it's actually howling through the window so you might be able to hear it um, if you can listen in really really good but yeah this is an intro getting ready to do some podcasting and I'll play a voicemail from Troy Larson who listened to my last podcast so if you guys get a chance go check them out and thanks to you guys for tuning in right about now oh and one other thing before I let you listen to the voicemails there were lots of memes or text messages between myself and many others about putting your names and addresses on wigs and fake lashes and eyebrows. People actually wear fake eyebrows nowadays. Wow. Um, People have to just like put their names and addresses on those because the wind was going around disrespecting people and snatching them shits right off your head. (laughs) So you might want to wear, like, you probably would have worn rag or something to hold the wigs down. Uh, but, yeah, that's the chronicles of flying wigs across the city of Boston because of that wind. Previously on several episodes ago... So if you guys are curious about what I did, it's pretty simple. Some of the ingredients you probably already have at home. <laughs> so get ready for this. Get your pen and paper out. Um, so I got some honey, lime, and I mixed them up together. I squeezed the lime out. It's the green one. I sque- squeezed that out into the honey and I stirred it up really good. And I have the option to add some ginger to it. Uh, You could put ginger in it. But let me tell you, this shit is unbelievable. It works. It works. It works. It works. Which is why you guys can hear my voice now. It works. Um, So the lime basically does the task of clearing out bacteria. And the honey basically soothes your throat from the cold. And if you're an adult, you can use some rum. This is before you go to bed. Don't do this shit and then go out right after unless you're freaking crazy um (laughs) otherwise it's just going to get you extremely hot so you get some spiced rum this is for if you're an adult the extra ingredient is if you're an adult and you really want to go to sleep because these colds will have you up sniffling up at night and cost you some good sleep so the additional ingredient is spiced rum with the honey and lime and you mix it up real good Put two catfuls of that uh, spiced rum in there. Stir it up real good. Take two big ass scoops out of a spoon and drink it. And then drink a nice cold glass of water after and go to bed. And trust me, by the next day, all that coughing and huffing and puffing, gone. It'll be completely minimized. If it's not completely gone yet, totally minimized. In the morning, you don't, don't, don't. Don't put the rum inside of it. Just take the honey and lime that's stirred together and mix it up. Take two uh, spoonfuls and go about your day. Uh, You'll notice a huge change in how it feels. Some of you may already know this already, but if you want, you can add some ginger to it and you'll be fine. And the only way it can work is if you mix it together with care. (laughs) There you go. Hi Casper, uh Troy Warson calling you from the Root Beer Bar podcast. I think I have an explanation for your strange problems with your equipment. With in regards to your brewer, I wonder if a mouse somehow crawled inside inside it and managed to get to where the keys are and started pressing down on the keys or something. And then as for your talking book player, uh maybe something funny was going on with, with the circuitry in there or uh, I could be the work of a devil. Uh that that's those are my theories. Uh have a good one. Hi Troy. I am responding to your comment on my last podcast episode. Um, Well, thanks to any and everyone that listened, first of all. And yeah, I don't think those little uh, four-legged things exist at all over here. Um, However, Massachusetts is deeply embedded in a lot of historical things. And I've met this lady in Michigan who is actually a ghost hunter who actually is a thrill seeker that actually pays to go get scared Uh, and I'm like "Uh, no you see I don't have to pay for anything scary to happen all I have to do is just be in Massachusetts so that should tell you enough of how I don't actually welcome anything scary or unusual into the space that I'm in Because, you know, like, I live in Massachusetts, it's historical, it is completely riddled with scary, creepy things. You don't have to pay anybody nothing, you can just show up somewhere and, or a a certain timing of the day, or night, and something weird happens. As far as a talking book thing, maybe there must have been something going on with the circuits, uh, yeah, so I don't know. I, uh, the Perkins Braille writer thing was an absolute mystery, Uh, a very frightening mystery at that. Uh, It made me kind of, sort of, regret having a Perkins Braille writer when that happened, but gladly it didn't happen, well I'm not going to speak too soon, but gladly it didn't happen while I was there because I would my heart would have exploded out of my chest like oh my gosh like seriously dude terrifying um I don't know I can't deal with that kind of crap it's too scary so thanks for listening and uh, sharing your thoughts on you know the podcast episode and for those of you who did not tune in I'm guessing you got the gist of what happened So maybe you're not too scared to listen. Maybe you are a bit afraid to listen. I don't know. I hope you enjoy the last podcast anyway. Um, So meanwhile, there's this video going on or like, I don't know, some of you who have nieces, nephews, sons and daughters, cousins that are really young and they get access to YouTube and they watch these videos that are subliminally... That are giving subliminal messages on committing suicide or hurting other kids and some kids have actually gotten in jail for it like gotten arrested for um, trying to do those things that they were teaching them in the videos uh, so basically it's on YouTube kids like kids YouTube videos where they're doing little secret messages and I would like to know who what pathetic individual is doing this or a group of pathetic people that are doing these things and teaching kids how to be evil and do really bad things to each other or themselves or their parents. Um, and then they have this ugly little creepy doll that shows up. It, oh, it's, I think it's called Momo or something. It's spelled like M like Michael O, M-O, like Momo or something. I don't know, but it's fucking creepy. Um... And so, which goes to talking to my niece about watching those creepy doll stories. I told her, stop that, stop it. And this is what you need to do to be careful to watch what these. Be careful of what you're showing or what these kids are seeing. Everyone has electronic devices. You know, all the kids have them. Got to be careful with what they are exposed to. Um... They could be cartoons that look all fun and sweet and everything and all of a sudden it turns into something really evil and sinister. There is a lot of coverage going on about these evil things that kids are being exposed to. And I kind of understand why people don't let their kids watch TV. I mean, it's good in one way and then it's really not so good in another way. That you're keeping the kids away from watching TV or using electronic devices, um, but use it under extreme close supervision and watch what they're watching to make sure they're not seeing something they're not supposed to see. Um, it's extremely sad that it it's gotten to this point. I'm pretty sure it's been going on for a while, but because of social media, it could be spread out. And shown and caught on to a lot faster it's weird it's crazy um, so I was telling my niece about these creepy doll videos that she was watching and I told her not to and you can find out more about these creepy doll things I told her to stop watching on my last podcast and um, one episode ago um, she probably saw something that scared her so she couldn't sleep anymore And she probably regrets watching the creepy doll stories after being warned not to do it and just curiosity got to her and she went to go do it anyway. So now she does not want to go on YouTube anymore Um, because now when they're in school, everybody has to do like research online and stuff. It's not your classic, get the textbooks and do the actual physical labor, but more like letting the internet do it for you while in the midst of doing it through the internet, you come across a lot of other things that are completely irrelevant to what you're trying to study. Anywho, that's what's happening to kids now. Um, There are these weird challenges where they said disappear for 48 hours challenge. No, Uh uh-uh absolutely not. And I'm going to sound really selfish for saying this, but I'm kind of glad I don't have kids at all because I, it's bad enough. The stuff that's happening all around and then these kids are participating in these challenges where they disappear for 48 hours, frightening their guardians and family and, and alerting authorities and, wasting their resources by doing that kind of stuff um it's good that it's good that if whoever's responsible for this stupid shit could totally be i don't know punished for this because yeah you're creating a huge inconvenience with a stupidity these weird disappearing for 48 hour challenge business that shit's gotta stop This poet poem is called a reminder. Or well, just yeah, a reminder. Um, starting: You are enough. You are worthy. You are smart. You are certainly just as good as anyone else. Give anxiety a permanent oath of silence. Firmly planting your shoe on anxiety's neck. Calm down and remember you are good enough. Now go be awesome. So this poem is actually much better when it's performed on stage because then I have like a guitar player or a bass player or some drums or a piano going and I like like jazz music in the background. So I just recited a poem. Um, So I don't know how, but I remembered something, I guess I was up at night and I couldn't sleep and just too many things happening so I figured I would just write this poem. It all started off with just a something that somebody said and it was like something like you are enough and then I wrote it in the notepad and then I cropped it and I shared it to Instagram after doing a screenshot of the simple two words you're enough. Um, Then I just turned it into a poem so now it's in here on a recording. Anytime some folks need a reminder, you can go find that and listen to it. And so I am on a platform called Poetizer. You can look for me with the name Casper, C-A-S-P-H-E-R, and you can follow me on Poetizer for more poetry. If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like, um, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com and I'll say it again, C A S -S U 305 at outlook.com